Welcome to Common Sense Coalition Talk Radio, where you'll find straight talk from people with good old common sense. I trust your opinion. And now, for your host, he's putting sense back into nonsense. Absolute insanity. Well, you can hear me on the Your host, Beth Ann. And I welcome you today to CSC Talk Radio. It is my honor, my privilege, and my pleasure to be here with you today. I've got some concerns on my mind and in my heart, and I'm going to share those with you today. I've got several articles that all seem to, it's almost like, you know, God's in control. He is in control. It's not almost like it. But just bringing these things together, and it, it was a concern to my heart, and, and Rudy shared a couple of things with me this morning, and they were all in the same category or topic. So I believe that's what's meant to be today. And we'll share that with you. But first, let's go to the Lord in prayer. Clear our minds, O God. Clear our minds that we will be, that we will use this moment to think on you for such a time as this. We come together as a body of believers to praise you and to thank you for all that you do and for who you are, the great I am. Guide us back. Guide us back to you and give us a hunger and a thirst for your righteousness. Help us to be bold and courageous in you and on the Father. I beg that you will equip us to do the task you have set before us, each and every one of us. I pray for this nation. We are so very lost. May we be a praying people, humble and obedient to you. May we obey your word out of Chronicles, Second Chronicles 7.14. If my people which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. Then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. We long, Father, to have you heal our land, to heal the hearts of Americans. For such a time as this, most gracious Heavenly Father, I beg you to bring America home back to you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, before I get started, I want to do a retraction from yesterday when I was making fun of Sonia Sotomayor and her comment or behavior towards Justice Gorsuch. Apparently that was all made up by somebody who decided to write that. They tried to pit people against each other. They must divide us one way or another, but the justices came out and said there was no truth to that, none whatsoever. That while they disagreed in law, they are still, I guess, buddies, justice. So, there is no conflict there. That was all a lie. 
<laughs> I should have looked a little farther to found that out, but it just sounded like it, it was close to the truth because of the way she had been behaving and the lies that she had told previously. But beware of those who are trying to divide this nation. Now, Biden, in Biden's painful, and it was, it was a painful press conference yesterday. He smugly asked the question of Republicans, and I'm going to just paraphrase this. What do Republicans want or believe in or stand for? Well, what would you stand for? Can you answer that question? We appear to be a divided in this nation, but do we even know why we're divided? I mean, if you don't know what you're standing for and you're mad at them for what they're standing for, how can you, how can you be such if you don't understand? We are in a civil war. So many of the articles this morning lead to this same conclusion. Kind of a sad time, isn't it? Let's go to the scripture. Cannot, a house divided cannot stand. And that is out of Mark 3, 24 through 25. If a kingdom is divided against itself, it cannot stand. If a house is divided against itself, it cannot stand. And in Luke 12, it's 52 through 54. From now on, five in one household will be divided. Three against two and two against three. They will be divided. Father against son and son father. Mother against daughter and daughter against mother. Mother Mother-in-law against daughter-in-law and daughter-in-law against mother-in-law. Then Jesus said to the crowd, As soon as you see the clouds rising in the west, you say, a shower is coming, and that is what happens. Don't you long for us to bring America home undivided? We're all never going to agree on everything, but undivided. An article that Rudy discovered this morning, it fit right into with with the comments of the faithful listener that made about the fear of becoming a target if he sent the cease and desist letters, postcards, excuse me. And then there was another article that I was reading. It's it's titled The Nazi Next Door by uh, Gilmenter, and it was on American Greatness. Now, the article that Rudy handed to me is titled Meet the Jesuit Priest Who Rebelled Against Authoritarianism and Inspired Americans Revolutionaries. It was from the website FEE. You can go to FEE.org. And the author was J.R. Venduera. I probably watched that. He reminded us, but I'm not sure I ever heard of this man, so I'm not sure he was reminding me. I think it was a, a first for me. But apparently our founding fathers knew of this man and read the book for which he got in trouble. His name was Juan de Mariana. And he was dragged before the Inquisition to be charged for treason, for arguing the natural law is morally superior to the might of the state. And in this article, if I can get it out here real quick, there are many good things. It says here that the seekers of freedom everywhere would do well to remember an indomitable 16th century college professor named Juan de Mariana. Now, I think if you can get this article, just go to fee.org, F-E-E.org, and put the, uh, just put that name in there probably, and you will get it, Juan de Mariana. 
The story begins back in September of 1609 when men broke into the retired 73-year-old college professor's uh, Jesuits monastery in Toledo, Spain, and leveled 13 charges against him, including treason. Just 11 days earlier, Mariana had been brought before officials of the Inquisition to answer pointed questions about his latest book, On the Alteration of Money. That in and of itself was interesting. But they went after this man. His supposed crime was writing a new book that the King of Spain, Philip III, didn't appreciate. So, was he dealing with some lack of freedom of speech? (laughs) Perhaps he was. It's a long article, but I think it is well worth the read. And if you don't want to look it up, we will send it to you. Rudy just raised his eyebrow. We will send it to you. Just send us a self-addressed stamped envelope. Please at least pay for that. And ask for the article on Mariana. Juan, J-U-A-N, D-E, Mariana, from Fee. And we'll know what you want. And we'll hang on to it. I'm going to share a little bit more from it. Not a whole lot because our time will not allow. And I have several others I want to share with you. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. I want you to think about... I have said to send these cease and desist letters. Are you afraid to send them? And I'm not being, I'm not pointing a finger at you and telling you you should not be afraid. Don't, don't get me wrong. Because I fear too. We're in fearful times. As Thomas Paine would have said. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann and think about what you would actually stand for. And we'll be right back. Have you ever checked to see how many minerals are in the nutritional products that you take? Not many if they come from fruits and vegetables that do not average more than 12 minerals due to mineral depletion in topsoil. Minerals are the key to good health and longevity and you need lots of them. A product called Immuno 150 is only $49.95 for a month's supply and it has 70 plant minerals and 80 other nutrients. There is nothing like it on the market. Now, more than ever, you need to supercharge your immune system, and to do that, you need at least 60 minerals every day. Immuno 150 has more than 70 minerals. Visit Immuno150.com, that is I-M-M-U-N-O-150.com, or call 888-316-2224, that's 888 316-2224. 
Made in America is more than just a slogan. It's a brand we all look for to better this nation's economy. Liberty Tabletop is the brand of Cheryl Manufacturing. The only manufacturer of flatware in the United States of America, Liberty Tabletop creates high-quality flatware at a competitive price using the finest quality 1810 chromium nickel stainless steel. Oh, and by the way, the steel they use is also made in the USA. The steel is tested for lead and other toxic trace elements, so you bring to your family a safe and pure product that will last for generations. Setting your table is an important part of every meal. The patterns you choose say something about you and your family. Bringing America home with LibertyTabletop.com or go to my website, CSETalkRadio.com and click on their link. Call Liberty Tabletop at 844-386-2338. Use the promo code BETHANN and receive 10% off your purchase. LibertyTabletop.com. Daniel Turner, founder and executive director of Power the Future, agrees that America is blessed with an abundance of reliable energy sources. Our natural resources are the lifeblood of our nation and have made our nation prosperous. Rural America is the heart of production in this nation. Our food, manufacturing, trucking, and yes, our energy. Power the Future promotes jobs in rural America, specifically our energy jobs. These jobs are all under attack. Wealthy radical like Tom Stiers and George Soros promise to break the nation's energy independence. Their beloved Green New Deal attacks all that is good in this nation. Our food, our land, our jobs, our families, and of course, our gassy cows. Power the Future is fighting for you, rural America. Join them. Visit PowerTheFuture.com. See the latest news and donate to those who are fighting for you. PowerTheFuture.com. Power the Future is fighting to keep America has the lights on. And we have returned. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. Well, one of the things in this particular article about the Jesuit priest is he was talking about the monetary system. And fee, I think, concentrates a lot on that. And I, I used to use their articles quite a bit. I don't agree with some of their things, but that's just, you know, that's the way it is. We don't agree with everyone, and I may be wrong, and they may be wrong. Who knows? Who, who knows who's right and wrong? Though the roots of a classical liberalism that led to the American Revolution can be traced back through early Judeo-Christian writings to the works of Aristotle, many of liberalism's basic principles were codified in the 16th century of Mariana and other like-minded scholars during Spain's golden age. Of course, he says, Mariana's new book that he had written did more than bluntly denounce the government's manipulation of money and blame it for the nation's crippling price inflation. Now, stop and think about that. Though that was certainly enough in those days to justify an arrest warrant, the professor also had insisted that kings did not own the private property of their citizens and asserted that any king who tramples everything underfoot and believes everything to belong to him was nothing more than a tyrant. It's a great article, 
And I'm so glad Rudy shared it with me this morning because it went so much along with what I was thinking with these other articles that I have. So this is also from his article at the end of it. He says, when confronting political authority in defense of an individual liberty. Now, when you read the story of this Jesuit, and this is only four pages. It's not, it's not something that's terribly long. Okay, maybe five. It's not terribly long. One should anticipate the very real possibility that one will be abandoned by many friends and associates, as indeed one day Mariana was left undefended by the Jesuits. Now think about it. Think about your fear of sending the Voice of the Patriot letters or the cease and desist postcards. Think about it. Maybe that's what's stopping you all, is that fear. We are in a civil war. I have that article. And it is very good. Now, if you remember, we shared one about civil war back, um, let's see, I've got another one here. Oh, several years ago. I'm trying to think of what his name was. Rudy always can remember it. We've got it on our website. Um, it was, he did. Was that, that wasn't Lee Pitts. No, 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 no. 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 Okay. The Civil War. Anyway, he talked about, and it was current times. I think it was the last article he wrote. But he was, I may be thinking of Reese though in the other one that I had. Sorry. I'm pulling a Biden here. Can't find it. Can't pull it up. I've told Rudy the other day, you got to shuffle these cards that are in your brain. But he, this guy, Blaine Pardo, is writing for American Greatness. Are we in a civil war is his question. The civil war is one that will be marked more by virtual mob justice and battles in the streets. It isn't a war to seize territory. It is a war of exerting control over your enemies. He says... We are at a stage of war where one side, the left, is fighting a war against the right. Conservatives, for the most part, try to ignore the constant attacks, many still harboring the illusion that things can be resolved by compromise and concession. It is much like America prior to 9-11. Islamic extremists had been at war with the United States for years, but it took a major attack to convince us when we're in a conflict. We simply have not had our 9-11 moment yet. Now, that's a scary thought. We haven't had our 9-11 moment here. He said January 6th was not a trigger point for the liberals. It is their justification or impetus for what is to come. Portraying Republicans as supporting an insurrection gives them all the reason they need to come down and come down hard. And I believe that is why January 6th was set up. Yes, some people did some things they shouldn't have done, but they were being pushed and instigated. You know what an instigator is, don't you? They had people in the crowds instigating the entering of the Capitol. And that is why Nancy Pelosi 
There's no other reason other than stupidity, and I don't believe, I think she's an ignorant woman, I don't think she's a stupid woman. Ignorant of true things. But I think that's exactly why she did not want the National Guard there. She already had this planned. Most people think of our last civil war as a template for a new one. It's not going to be like that. He says this time the war is being waged more on the Internet and in public via a biased media and augmented with riots and violence. I think a war being done on the Internet through Twitter and Facebook, I think it's cowardice. That's what I think. They won't face you face to face. If Joy Reid had to come face to face with somebody like me or even Laura Ingram, she couldn't get away with the things she says on air. Now, I guess they're going to take her off because her ratings are low. But that woman is vicious. And so are the women on The View. They're just vicious. But if they had to really confront somebody, yeah, I know, Janine Pierre, uh, Judge Janine was on there, and that was all plotted. I don't think it was by Judge. But I saw Whoopi Goldberg look in the camera at her cameraman and just kind of nod her hair, head, her hair, <laughs> her head. And then she kicked Judge Janine out. They didn't just kick her out. They followed her down the hallway. These people are cowards, and they are oblivious to the truth. But do you know what the truth is, and will you stand for the truth? He says in this article, the truth was the first victim of the civil war we are engaged in. (laughs) The left intends to control it, and when it stands in their way, they will simply sidestep it. The civil war is one that will be marked more by virtual mob justice, which is democracy, and battles in the street. It isn't a war to seize territory. We already said this. It is a war of exerting control over your enemies. Few armies will take to the field beyond the National Guard, but everyone is a potential target. Everyone is a potential warrior at this stage. The left is not above targeting spouses and children in the fight. Yes, the war is on. Yes, we are in the early stages. But make no mistake, this is a new kind of civil war, he says, a new variety of open conflict. The battle lines of this conflict are blurred and frustrating. This time it will not just be brother against brother, but indoctrinated children against their own parents, neighbors against neighbors, rural citizens versus urban residents. What is at stake is our way of living, our freedoms, and the future direction of our nation. And we are only in the early stages of this civil war. That's a scary thing to think about. But it isn't something new, is it? I have another article. (laughs) Beth's just full of them, isn't she? Well, I didn't write them, unfortunately. 
The Nazi Next Door. I saw this one last night and I saved it. I said, I want to read that. And I did. And I'll tell you what. We need to wake up, America. But you need to wake up with courage and boldness. You need to not be afraid. If you are afraid, you're already under tyranny. You're already conquered. You're already defeated. If you are fearful to stand up, what if, what if our founding fathers would have been afraid to sign their name to that document? That document would have meant nothing because they didn't sign it. The Nazi next door kind of goes along with the last paragraph in the, in the article I just read to you. Are we in a civil war? You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. I'm not trying to be a doom and gloomer. I'm trying to rise you up. Liberty! It gives you an enthusiasm, doesn't it? To do great things. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We'll be right back. We have returned to listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. For those of you who listen on one of my affiliates, Loving Liberty, they have posted the fee article that we were sharing earlier. Uh, it is well worth your read. Uh, it's just, it's good stuff, folks. And fee has a lot of good stuff on their website, and it's just F-E-E dot org. But you can go to Liberty, LovingLiberty.net. And they have it posted there. Once in a while, they post some of my articles, if I remember to send them to them. And I think you will find it interesting. Fee has a lot of articles in there um, um, regarding our economy. And uh, some of it's over my my head. <laughs> but I do like their – I haven't gone to them for a long time. Rudy found that this morning for me. Thank you, Rudy. Going back to this Nazi next door. Now, you have to listen to this. Now, I don't mean to say that condescending. We need to pay attention, is what I'm trying to say, to things that have happened in the past. And know what is happening today. Because the nature of man has not changed. They are greedy, power-seeking individuals. And there are always those who will be standing on the corner with their trench coat trying to make you a deal you can't resist. And on the other corner, there will be one ready to take your life because he can. So think about it. He says, the Nazi next door. He said, almost half of the Democrats, the voters, 48%, think the government should be able to fine or imprison individuals who publicly questioned the efficacy of existing COVID-19 vaccines on social media, television, radio, or online, or digital publications. This is not the most astonishing finding of a poll just released by Rasmussen. He said, let's go through the relevant points. Nearly the same percentage of Democrat voters, 47%, 
think the government should be able to put a tracking system like the ankle monitor or a locked collar on people who refuse the vaccine. And 45% favor putting the unvaccinated in camps. Camps. Yet they called Trump the Nazi. That's coming from me. And I quote my daddy. Because these were the same people that called Trump a Nazi. And this is what Nazis did. And my daddy said, people judge you by the way they are. So when they were calling Trump a Nazi, that's what they really wanted. They wanted to be the Nazi in control. Biden wanted to be the Nazi in control, and we know he's not in control of anything. Not even his, never mind. So we go on. More than half of the Democrat voters, 55%, he says, think people who refuse the vaccine should be fined. 59% favor confining all unvaccinated people to their homes. And more than a quarter of Democratic voters, 29%, think that government should be able to confiscate the children of unvaccinated parents. Does that sound like America to you? Is any of this Nazi enough for you yet? You are living next door to the people who would have turned you over to the, yeah, I can't pronounce it, but anyway, the cops, for opposing the law of suspects. The law of suspects. The law that authorizes the arrest of all suspected enemies of the revolution and ushered in the reign of terror. You are living next door to the people who would have turned you over to the NKVD, the moral sabotage of the Soviet Union. You are living next door to the people who would have called up the Gestapo and said, my neighbor is hiding a Jew. Would you do that today? Would you hide a J6 individual that was being hunted down? Not necessarily a Jew. Would you hide a Jew? They were attacked here a week ago. Examine these historical personages from revolutionary France or Soviet Russia or Nazi Germany or Nazi France. It's not just that they were following orders. On the contrary, they thought they were doing a positive good for society. They were eager to help rid their community of dangerous elements. They were proud of what they did. Some of your Democratic neighbors will likewise be proud to lock you up, he says. And in this inevitable result of raising up generations, he says that's who's going to do it. It's not going to be father. It's not going to be brother and brother and sister and sister. It's going to be children against the parents. Because we've raised them up generations of Americans without any fundamental attachment to freedom. They're spoiled brats is what they are. And they've been taught by communist teachers that America is bad and apparently Nazism is good for the whole community. Freedom of speech, freedom of action, freedom of conscience. Our public schools told us these things are ambiguous 
and natural. So there was nothing special about America having them. There was nothing special about anyone having them. And because leftists don't realize just how hard our ancestors had to fight for these unique and historical unprecedented rights, they're not shocked or even sad to see them taken away. On the contrary, your neighbors think your attachment to these rights is precisely, is precisely what makes you dangerous. So I guess every time I speak on the air, I've put myself as a target. You know, I feel pretty safe down here in small town USA. But am I safe? Do I have neighbors that will turn me in? Listeners who will turn me in? We've had a few trolls. They're just annoying. He ends up with this. This is why America, Americans cling to their guns. It has nothing to do with hunting. It has nothing to do with self-defense against the common criminal. We cling to our guns so that when our neighbors show up and say, we're going to take you to the camps now because you're a danger to society, we can look back at them and say, like heck you will. He didn't say heck, but Mama taught me not to say the other word. Daddy got mad if I did. Rudy handed me this, too. This is from somebody on Facebook. They're quoting someone. I don't know who they're quoting. To positively care about the world, you need to engage with it and protect it. Positively isn't sitting and smiling in yoga pose with a scented candle while the world burns. Positively, positivity, excuse me, is taking a stand for things you love and care for. The world is us. So we've talked about the neighbors and what they will do. You, me, we all need to take a stand. What stand? I pray we will all be on God's side. We can't say the left or the right. Joshua 5, 13, 15 says, Now when Joshua was near Jericho, he looked up and he saw a man. I want you to think about this. He saw a man in front of him with a drawn sword in his hand. Joshua went up to him and asked, Are you for us or for our enemies? And the man said, Neither, he replied. But as a commander of the army of the Lord, I now come. And then Joshua fell face down on the ground in reverence and asked, and asked him, What message does my Lord have for his servant? And the commander of the Lord's army replied, Take off your sandals, for the place where you are standing is holy. And Joshua did so. Which side are you on? There's only one side, folks, and that's God's. The Lord. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. What's, what do you want? What is the side? What would you actually stand for? Make yourself a target for? Would you stand in a bullet, stand in front of a bullet that was going to shoot a neighbor child? Or take a neighbor child? These things we need to think about. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. We'll be right back.
Have you heard about Vine to Bar chocolate? It's the winemaker's chocolate, the world's first chocolate made with well-vined Chardonnay Mark from the beautiful coastal vineyards of North America. Gently pressed grapes are harvested after juicing, dried, and finely milled and carefully blended into the finest dark chocolate. The Chardonnay Mark contains highly beneficial grape nutrients, flavanols, and has a natural sweetness that flavors the luscious dark chocolate. Mouth-watering, flavorful, delectable dark chocolate goodness with Chardonnay sweetness and beneficial nutrients. And it's alcohol-free, too. It's Vine to Bar chocolate. Order some today at vinetobar.com. That's V-I-N-E-T-O-B-A-R.com. Cold ship to your door, it's Vine to Bar. Vine to Bar chocolate. Visit us at vinetobar.com. You can look for the silver lining or you can strengthen your portfolio with gold and silver. Optimism is planning for your own financial future. Melody Cedarstrom of Discount Gold and Silver Trading has been watching our economy and the banksters for well over 20 years. The U.S. has an unsustainable debt. And while the timing of a collapse cannot be predicted, we know the proverbial straw that breaks the camel's back weighs heavier and heavier with each new stimulus and omnibus bill. Because of our debt and the lack of solid backing, those fiat dollars in your pocket continue to deflate in value. However, gold stays true, true wealth. Give Melody Cedarstrom a call at 1-800-375-4188. That's 1-800-375-4188. Discount gold and silver trading for all your precious metal needs. And join Melody weekday afternoons at 4 p.m. Eastern Time on Financial Survival Radio. Visit DGSCoins.com. That's DGSCoins.com. Hear ye, hear ye. Now is the time for all good Americans to come to the aid of their country. For the past several months, I've been sharing with you a newsletter, Voice of the Patriot. Like Thomas Paine's Common Sense, circulate and share these newsletters with freedom-loving Americans, friends, neighbors, family. Beginning with Voice of the Patriot newsletter number six, start sharing with your elected officials. We must take steps to restore our republic. As nightfall does not come at once, neither does oppression. In both instances, there's a twilight where everything remains seemingly unchanged. And it is in such twilight that we must be aware of change in the air, however slight, lest we become unwitting victims of the darkness, tyranny. We're burning daylight, America. Tomorrow might be too late. Request your copy of Voice of the Patriot today. Send a self-addressed stamped envelope to CSE Talk Radio, Post Office Box 73, California, Missouri, 65018. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, the inventor of my pillow. For the longest time, I've wanted to come out with the world's most comfortable bed sheets. But up until now, I haven't been able to find anything that held up to my high standards. I finally found the best cotton in the world in a region where the Sahara Desert, the Nile River, and the Mediterranean Sea all come together to create the ideal weather conditions for growing cotton. My new Giza Dream bed sheets are made with this long staple cotton, and I guarantee they'll be the most comfortable sheets you'll ever own. The first night you sleep on my sheets, you'll never want to sleep on anything else. 
The Giza Dream Sheets are available in a variety of colors, and like all of Mike's products, they come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Right now, you can get your very own by calling 1-800-978-6168 and use the promo code BETHANN to get 30% off plus free shipping. And we have returned to listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. I wanted to emphasize being fearful. And uh, also, before we get started again on this, before we end up the show here, I think all of you probably know, but um, Boris Johnson from the UK yesterday lifted all bans. Everything's good. Great Britain is free again. Well, that was courageous of him, but of course he's the same one who put it all on there. So, you know, it's crazy. But Rudy let me know that you can also look up on our website, go to csctalkradio.com, and you can find the article, and I did a blog on it as well, uh, of the Civil War. Just You can just search it by Civil War or the man's name, Jack Mincy, M-I-N-Z-E-Y, Jack Mincy, and you can look it up. We normally post everything that we put up. I usually post after the show all the articles that I have used and more. So in that respect, you can always go to the Facebook page if you're on Facebook. Okay. Now, there are those that are complaining on Facebook right now. They're not happy with me because I didn't take phone calls. Sometimes I don't take phone calls. And and there it is truthful. I haven't been taking as many lately. The reason is... Because there's so much I feel like I have to share. I'm not trying to lecture anybody. I'm just trying to share and open your minds and make you think about it. But I do take calls. But you'll only take them, I'll only take them when I ask for them. And they have to stay on topic. And that is another thing that has been a problem is not staying on topic. So I'm still the one that's buying this hour. So I'm still the one that's going to call the shots. (laughs) Going to pull rank there. So regarding the cease and desist, the ones we have ready right now are demanding that the J6 people be released. Given just justice, given rule of law, they need to be at least given their time. And they're not. They're just thrown in jail. Nobody's, well, very few are allowed to see them. They're being punished. Some of them have been beaten. They're not being allowed to have their medications. It's abhorrent. It's not American. But a listener shared that he has some fears that anybody who sends these and signs them will be a target. He was fearful not just for himself. I think he was fearful for us. But being where I am today, and I'm open up on social media, I'm open up on the airways, and Internet's all over the place, I guess I'm already a target. So there's nothing really truly stopping them from coming right through the front door here and grabbing both Rudy and I. But what if Joshua would have said that? I'm not going to fight. What if our founding fathers would have refused to sign the names on the Declaration of Independence? The document would have meant nothing. What if the Jesuit priest had not declared that God's natural law was more powerful than man's law? I have some of those same fears. I'm not a real brave person. It doesn't take a lot of bravery to 
to speak your faith in front of people who have the same faith. It doesn't take a lot of bravery to walk in here where I am in the United States and say, I'm pretty bold on the radio. It's not really brave. But my children deserve to have a chance in a free land, my grandchildren and my great-grandchildren, a land that can only flow with milk and honey and prosper if the people acknowledge God and follow God. Isaiah 41.10 says, So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you and my righteous with my righteous right hand. Psalms 23.4 Even though I walk through the darkest value, valley, excuse me, <laughs> I will fear no evil. For you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Do you believe these words? Psalms 27.1 The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom I shall fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life, of whom I shall be afraid. The only one we need to fear is God, if we ain't doing what he's told us to do. John 14.20 And I can't, I can't tell you what he is telling you, because I don't know. I just know what he's telling me. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. I do not give it to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. Deuteronomy. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or terrified because of them. For the Lord your God goes with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. And in our in that document, that Declaration of Independence, we hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their Creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, that to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed that whenever any form of government becomes destructive of these ends, it is the right of the people to alter or to abolish it and to institute new government, laying its foundation on such principles and organizing its powers in such form as to them shall seem most likely to affect their safety and happiness. Do you believe those words? I understand the fear and the hesitation to make yourself a target. If some men came to take your children or your neighbor's children, would you then stand and make yourself a target? First they came for the Jews, but I did nothing because I am not a Jew. Then they came for the socialists, but I did nothing because I am not a socialist. Then they came for the Catholics, but I did nothing because I am not a Catholic. Finally they came for me. But by then, there was no one left to help me. Martin Niemöller. We can place any sect of persons or groups in this quote. But will we do nothing and assume that we will avoid being a target? That's what that quote's really about. When governments fear the people, there is liberty. When the people fear the government, there is tyranny. The strongest reason for the people to retain the right to keep and bear arms is as a last resort to protect themselves against tyranny in government. Thomas Jefferson. 
Well, back to what do you believe, and we're about to finish here. What do you believe as a conservative Republican? What would you stand for? Life? Liberty? How about individual thought? Small government? Election integrity? Voter ID? Secure borders? A strong, unwoke military? How about a balanced budget? That would put us in freedom, wouldn't it? A Congress honest and accountable to the same laws and mandates that they give to we the people. Leaders honoring their oath of the office. How about term limits? We stand for that, right? That would... <laughs> we got too many white-haired guys up there now. Less crime, more justice, and I don't mean social justice. Standing on and living by our original Constitution. I guess we all have to decide what is important to us. What is will? What would you be willing to actually pledge your lives, your fortunes, and your sacred honors? Postcards, just a postcard. That's all it is. It has a statement. It's only going to work if you send it. You can make the statement. I can sit here and talk all day, all night on the air. Can't afford all night, but. Until we actually take action, we're not going to bring America home. Anyone who challenges their control is deemed a sexist, a racist, a xenophobe, and morally deformed. They will attack you. They will slander you. They will seek to destroy your career and your family. They will seek to destroy everything about you, including your reputation. They will lie, lie, lie. And then again, they will do worse than that. They will do whatever's necessary. The Clintons are criminals. Remember that. They're criminals. I'm going to open up our libel laws so when they write purposely negative and horrible and false articles, we can sue them and win lots of money. We're going to open up those libel laws. Why don't we say to the government writ large that they have to spend a little bit less? Anybody ever had less money this year than you had last? Anybody better have a 1% pay cut? You deal with it. That's what government needs, a 1% pay cut. If you take a 1% pay cut across the board, you have more than enough money to actually pay for the disaster relief. But nobody's going to do that because they're fiscally irresponsible. Who are they? Republicans. Who are they? Democrats. Who are they? Virtually the whole body is careless and reckless with your money. So the money will not be offset by cuts anywhere. The money will be added to the debt. And there will be a day of reckoning. What's the day of reckoning? The day of reckoning may well be the collapse of the stock market. The day of reckoning may be the collapse of the dollar. When it comes, I can't tell you exactly, but I can tell you it has happened repeatedly in history when countries ruin their currency.